Cheers. So, Brett, we're getting to the end of 2023 for Two Drinks Cinema. So what are we going to do for 2024? Well, as our Christmas list has proved, Mm. going just by anniversaries isn't great. Yeah, Bill Murray. (laughs) Yeah, Will Ferrell. So, I had an idea. Okay. Listeners... Mm. Let us know what movie you want us to review. Yeah, yeah. We are going to put all the movies into a hat. Yep. I have a Willy Wonka-style hat, so there's a movie reference. Oh, okay. And then we'll just pull one out each week. Will it also come with, like, a child that was killed in a chocolate factory? No, it won't. Okay, that's good. Or any bubblegum or any dancing Oompa Loompas. It won't come with that. Okay. Hugh Grant or otherwise. All right. Okay. So So, people should write in and say, hey... Brett, I don't think you've done enough Bette Midler movies. How about you do this yeah. one? Yeah. If they are going to write in, yeah. make sure they do it on a stamped self-addressed envelope. <laughs> yeah. So people can send it back to us. That's going to be 2024. Good. We've got some Random. on our list already. We've already actually got one listener suggestion. Really? Prior to this idea coming to Great. us. Right. So if you want us to review your movie. Yep. Then get onto us on the socials or comment on the YouTube channel and let us know what you want to hear from us in 2024. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Thanks, Mm. Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, listeners. Welcome to Two Out of Three Recommend. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We're two brothers out of three getting together to chat and recommend drinks, movies, shows and things to keep you busy. Welcome to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. We are two out of three brothers recommending stuff for life. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? I'm good. I think that's the exact same way I said it a couple of episodes ago, but that's fine. Well, and I pretty much say the same intro every time, except for when I stuff it up completely. It's called branding. Yeah. It's consistency. It's very important. You know what else is important? Drinking. Yes. (laughs) We are so into spring. Uh, we've pretty much skipped spring, yeah. weather-wise, and we're in summer. We had a couple of moments of spring and then a couple of moments of late winter again in the late October. Mm. And now we are into November uh, and it is 28 degrees as at the time we are recording this. But by the time we end the episode we're going to record after, it may be thunderstorming. Yeah, it could be pouring rain. Because it is Melbourne. Yes. So, in the spirit of it being 28 degrees, I've gone straight for the Malibu. Oh, I, how did I know this was Because I love it. What I don't would... quite understand is that the can says Malibu watermelon lemonade flavour made with white rum and watermelon lemon lime flavour. Is it actual coconut rum? Is that a stupid question? Carbonated Malibu, Malibu water, don't make normal rum, liquid sugar, white rum. Yeah, it doesn't say coconut rum. If it's not coconutty, I'm going to be disappointed. Because that's their. Speaking of branding, like that is their branding. And speaking of branding, the bottle is on the front of the can. Yeah, yeah. The can is the bottle. The can has the shape of the bottle with leaves around it. And look, see. Yeah. It's down there on the floor. It's on the floor. Um, big win on my can because, speaking of branding, oh no, you drink it. They've done mine wrong. You drink it and the 
cover oh. faces the so person. So I'm talking to you and I, oh, yeah. what are you drinking? Not, it's not for an ad and I'm drinking yeah, it's it that way. it's not on the side. Sorry, wrong, wrong camera. Yeah, it's not on the side. Camera one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the person. It could be, but you would just get it poured down the side of your mouth. That's true. Um, shall we shall try we actually it? try it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ready? Good opening. The little cans. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Yeah. There's, there wow. is coconut. There's definitely watermelon in there. No, but there's also coconut, which I'm happy for. That's a yes from me. That's not bad. Yeah. Watermelon, lemon, lime, coconut, rum, flavor. 0.8 standard drink. So a little bit different to some of the drinks we've been recommending yeah, recently. Yeah. Not quite the 2.4 that we had last week. There was a hard cider that I could have bought at mm. Dan Murphy's. Yeah. Um, but we are recording a couple of episodes today, so I wanted to balance things out. Um, so, yeah. Okay. 0.8 standards cool. in the little can. I'm nice. good with that. Refreshing. Yeah. Very spring, summer. I'm by the Pule in Malibu. Mm. You know, very... Very that. As Courtney Love sung about Malibu. Was it Courtney Love? Or was it? Malibu. Yeah, that yeah, sounds like her, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. Um, something to of eat. things we've recommended recently. Yeah. There was serious debate about a certain snack. So we have the next flavor of snack. Yeah. I so saw we these. Have shape fully loaded frame grilled chicken. Now. On the scale, off the scale flavor and crunch. Off and the also, scale flavor also, and crunch. Um. They're not really a shape. No, the the fully loaded shapes are just sh- random shapes. Are these going to be like not thick? You know how those... Oh, yeah. The garlic bread ones were thin. Yeah. Let's have a look, shall we? There was intense debate in three or four comments on our on our post about favorite shape flavors. People like a dodecahedron. People do like, yeah. like a dodecahedron. Well, here you go. They are thin. Okay. This is not the one we voted for. They're not a shape. No, do you know what I think they're doing? Is it trying to be a chicken? They probably haven't put the effort into making a shape-cutting machine particular for one they're just line-extensioning. Okay. All right, cheers. Cheers. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's all we got to say. I'm going to have another one. They're not... Mm, okay. I'm not sure they're chickeny enough. I'm not sure they're off the scale. I could definitely put that on a scale. Mm-hmm. But they're nice. They taste like the skin of a charcoal chicken, but with more herbs and less charcoal. But that's the best bit, so... Yeah, but they don't taste like chicken. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's still no chicken crimpy. So we are st- our quest for well, chicken flavour that is better than just chicken chips it is, does, continues. That does taste more like chicken than chicken crimpy, though. Yeah, but it doesn't, or chicken <laughs> but it doesn't taste better. No, <laughs> no. Which is interestant, interessante. Okay, I'm going to continue on the food track. Okay. And I'm going to tell people... Mm-hmm. You don't need to spend more than $2 on fruit mince pies for Christmas. 
Okay. Okay. I love mince pies. You know how much I spend on fruit mince pies? Zero. Zero, because they're disgusting. Continue. I spend too much in October also. Yeah. I'm. Well, what's like the 6th, 7th of October, uh, 7th of November today, and I've already eaten three packets of mince pies. That's disgusting. Not today. Not today. <laughs> Just so far since year. they were in the shops. So, I am saying just buy the Coles and the Aldi ones because they yeah. are good enough. You don't need, is it like Walker's brand? No, that's short you don't, brand. Yeah, you don't need the fancy brand. If you want to, go to Baker's Delight and get their ones. Mm-hmm. But for the price that they are, mm. Coles and Aldi brand fruit mince pies slap. Would you ever make a fruit mince pie? Mum has in the past, mm. and I would love mum to again. That wasn't my question. But they're overseas. <laughs> no, I would never make a fruit mince pie. <laughs> Should I try it? Oh, but see, I don't, you don't, I don't eat have, them. I don't eat them. You'd just be making them for me. So I don't know <laughs> what they would look like. Like, I know what they look like. I don't know what they would taste like. But also fruit mince. You know what I mean? Well, I like, think what am I, what do I, do I, I just buy fruit just and mince it? I buy dried fruit. Yeah. And then what you could probably do, because I know you, is soak it in, like, brandy for a day. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. And then buy little tart cases, and then you're done. Yeah. And then you've got a brandy fruit mince pie. Maybe I'll try that this year for Christmas. For our Christmas episode. Mmm. And then I'll eat them all before they get to Christmas lunch. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I pro- Look, I've said it on air, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Like, no. If I'm going to put that much effort into baking something, I want it to be something that I eat. Of course. Can I follow on then from fruit mince pies mm-hmm. to recommend to people to just let people enjoy Christmas? Ooh, are we getting, are we getting yeah, a bit political? No, not in like a um, people complained about Marks and Spencer burning the wrong colours in their fireplace. Let's okay. not get into that. Yeah. The What I'm saying is, if someone wants to put their fucking Christmas lights at the start of November up, let them do it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to because that's against the rules. But if you want no, to, it, what you rules? have it. The rules of life. Fucking enjoy. If something brings someone joy, just a general thing, if someone brings something joy, let them enjoy it. Yeah. If you, don't, if you want to be a bar humbug... Do it in your own time. If you don't enjoy Christmas and all you're going to do is complain about people enjoying Christmas, go to some secluded location, be a hermit, and fuck off until January. Yeah. So the reason that Christmas things are on sale in October is because people buy them in October. Yeah. Because they want some joy in their life because the world is fucked. Yeah, pretty much. So they just want... I know. Every um, time I go, hey, hey, Alexa, start my day, and it reads me the news, it's like... Yeah. You're like, fuck, I'd rather some Christmas lights than hear this news update. Yesterday was the first day in, I can't remember how long, it wasn't like more people got blown up in in bloody Gaza today. It was, this woman's going to jail for her mushrooms. Yeah. People are still getting blown (laughs) up in Gaza, but we're talking about mushrooms. (laughs) the number one story. So, my recommendation to people out there is that if people are getting into Christmas in early November, let them. Yeah. You don't have to. Mm. You don't have to put your lights up. You know what I did? What? Because I will be putting up Christmas decorations at work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were like, when do we do it? Yeah. We can't do it yet. 
it's too early. And I was like, Friday the 1st of December, we'll do it. But then I'm like, nah, then you only get three weeks. Yeah, that's also So I'm going to do, I'll do a bit earlier. That's so one of my month, points too. You get a month of decoration. Because like, if you put them up on the 1st of December, particularly if you're at a workplace mm-hmm. and you finish like 20th, 21st, yep. some I know go to 23rd. But like, that's only really like 12 days. Yeah. I know there's a song about it. That's true. But it, you only get 12 days of office Christmas tree. Mm. I want as much happiness as I can. We have a tree. We have tinsel. Good. I went, you know what, I, I went to the Lego store. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bought a Lego Christmas tree. Is it good? It's a good little one. So there was two, it's a two in one. Oh. You can have one like me, one like good sized one, and then you can unbuild it. Of and course, rebuild it into, into two. Like smaller. Oh. So I did the two. So you can have one end at each reception desk. Oh, yeah. I'll just chuck it in mine. That's I'll also fair. my desk. Um, so, yeah. Enjoy Christmas. Let people enjoy Christmas. Yes. I... Uh, if they want to watch Love Actually now, that's fine. Let them. I am waiting every year for the people in my neighbourhood to complain in the Facebook groups about Christmas lights. Okay. But I think people have realised that Diwali is this weekend, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Yeah. And that is the festival of lights. Yeah. So every house of every person that celebrates Diwali is covered in lights. Yeah. And I just wait every year for some idiot to be like, oh my God, it's October 25th and people already have Christmas lights up. I'm mm. like, no, it's two weeks before Diwali. Calm down. Yeah. They've got lights up for a reason that is beyond, obviously, your scope of celebration. Yes. But even if they did on October 25th, they want to enjoy Christmas lights, let them. Yeah. If they want to eat mince pies from October to February, let me, please. Yeah. If they don't want to do anything, let them. Yeah. Same with Halloween. Yeah. People were like, oh, it's fucking American. Like, well, no, it's not. It's... Scottish and Irish, yeah, like it's Celtic thing, mm. so it's not American. But if people want to, you know, walk around the streets and ask you for candy, let them. But also if people don't want to give you candy, that's okay. Yeah, because it's not a thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. What are you recommending? I started watching a television show. Yes. On, um, oh God, what's it on? Paramount Plus. Yep. It is called Fellow Travellers. Is there Paramount Plus in the rest of the world? Yep. Okay. Uh, It's called uh, Fellow Travellers. Okay. And it is a romance, in quotation marks, Mm -hmm. of a couple of gays. um, And it, like, goes... I think it goes through time. (laughs) But I've only done two episodes, and it's basically been in in the 50s. All right. And then it jumps forward to the 80s, so you know how that's going for them. And then, like... Time travel is such back, a vibe at back, the moment. Back. And then I think it's like progressively goes through the life. Okay. I use the word romance because I don't... F- uh, there's not a lot of romance, uh, but there's a lot of... Spice. Yeah. Spicy. There's quite um, yep. some intense scenes between the two <laughs> okay. men who lead it, who are Matt Bomer and Jonathan Bailey. All right. Yep. Yep. So it's good. So you're watching it for the plot. Uh huh. Well, it's very political intrigue. It's like Joseph McCarthy's there. There's communists. Oh, because it's the fifties. There's lesbians. Yeah, right. They're trying to find gays. They call people artistic. You know. 
It's very fifties. I watched another show mm. that has a gay in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was going to talk about this next week, but Isn't I'll talk about it. in good place? <laughs> I'll talk about El- um, Eleanor's bi as. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's just, yeah. And she's even said that. Eleanor is full bi, um, which I think she only realises in the good place. Yes. Because, like, at some point in season two, she's just like, oh, I might have the hots for Tahani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is Anyway, fair. we're not going to talk about the good yeah, place. Yeah. What's this other show? <laughs> um, it's called Bodies. Okay, yes. Uh, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's recently dropped on Netflix. And it is a British crime drama. And timelines and time travel is so hot right now. Yeah. And so this is got four timelines in it. Um, no, I'm lost. A dead body shows up in 2023. <laughs> A dead body then shows up in 1941. Ooh. A dead body shows up. Not many up. people died around that time in no. the world. A dead body shows up in 1890. Okay. And then a dead body shows up in 2053. <gasps> yeah. So there are four timelines going and they are the same dead body. Oh. Yeah. So there is a watch that. detective inspector. Mum should watch that. Yeah. There's a detective inspector in each of the four timelines. Mm. And the one in 1890 is a gay. Oh, the one in 1890 is yeah. a gay. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that is obviously controversial. Yeah. So he go. he's the detective inspector and he finds, oh, he goes to investigate the body and there's a guy there who is a photographer journalist for the newspaper Yep. And they both look at each other and instantly know the other is gay. Oh, like did one invite them to uh, Macbeth starring yeah, Lucille yeah, Ball? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was like that. It was like The Exorcist. Yeah. And then... There's a body in that too. <laughs> um, And then I was like, oh, did we need this gay storyline? But the detective inspector is married with a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... There's, yeah, obviously some tension between the the detective inspector and the journalist. And they they call them socialists instead of calling them artistic, as you said, Mm. another term. Uh, And it's it's illegal, well, not obviously, but it is what was illegal. And the detective inspector arrests the... Uh, photographer, because he's like, I didn't kill this guy. My alibi was I was doing something with a person. I which didn't he, think it was illegal back then. Which he hints at, be, think knowing that the detective inspector is gay and will understand it. This is it. British. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then um, shows him the photo of him and the man together, and then the detective oh. inspector arrests the journalist oh. for indecency. Ah, uh, gross indecency. Gross indecency. Yep. Um, so I've watched three episodes of that now, and it's quite good. Mm. The future is not post-apocalyptic future. I'll oh, say so that's inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it 2053, is... did you say? Yeah. We're yeah, we're fucked by it. then. We're yeah. not going to make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... We're fucked by next year. <laughs> the future is one of those... 
kind of uh, very controlled by a political party futures. Yeah, okay. Um, and then there is, as you go, connections between the four timelines other than the dead body. How is it the same dead Which body? is quite interesting. I might watch it. I think I've worked out the some of the connections. But okay. it's called Bodies. It's British uh, because I've realised I've watched a lot of American stuff mm-hmm. recently other than Mother and Son. So Bodies is on Netflix and I do recommend it. Um, cool. You know how you said, do they need that gay storyline? Yeah. I've decided this is a statement. This isn't a recommendation. Okay. There has been no television show in television history yep. that has ticked boxes more just for the sake of ticking boxes. Yeah, yeah. More than Grey's Anatomy. That's the end of my statement. Okay. Are we They've had twenty seasons to do it. So they I'm up can to season tick- eighteen and they're like, Oh, well, what haven't we had yet? Oh, non binary. Yep, there you go. Well, and over 20 years, you've got plenty of time to tick every box. Yeah. And even the boxes that weren't boxes 20 years ago yes, now are boxes and they're ticking them. Yeah. Because when Grey's Anatomy started, I'm not saying non-binary people weren't a thing. No. Before now. They were. But it wasn't like a box that needed to be it ticked. It wasn't things people were aware of. Yeah. Um, but now it definitely is in TV and movies a box that needs to be ticked and Grey's Anatomy has. Yeah. So they've ticked that. There's obviously people of colour, there's gays, there's a lesbian, there was a trans person, gender person once, you know, so they ticked that box and then never saw that person again. No. There was, I keep seeing like a TikTok of a Nazi one, Mm. guy with the swash sticker on his chest. That was a good episode. Who's Brian from Queer as Folk. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, Um, That's a good episode. That's a very early episode. Okay. I've only seen the TikTok. I've never watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy and I don't want to get into it because I know people that have watched it and have been tortured by it and continue to be tortured by the fact that it will not end. <laughs> I've just watched it to put it on. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily good. That's what... <laughs> it's just stupid. That's what both me and our friend Kelly said last night about the American office. Okay. Like... We put it on because it's won every Emmy every year ever. Yeah. Uh, and Michael Scott rates above Chandler Bing as most popular sitcom character. Mm. And then she was just like, I just realised that I had it on and wasn't really watching it. Yeah. And I got halfway through season three. Because I'm a big British Office fan, season one of the American Office was too similar but American. Uh-huh. But people were like, get past that. You know, it starts to get its own th- okay. thing going. Yeah. So I got halfway through season three, binging, and I was like, I don't think I've laughed today. <laughs> <laughs> and so I checked. It was like season three, episode 16. And I'm like, I've watched a lot of this show and have not laughed a lot. Sorry, Michael Shaw. As much yeah. as I love Nine Nine and Parks and Rec and The Good Place, I'm not giving you any more time for The Office. Mm. I did also recommend to our friend Kelly to watch uh, Happy Endings. Oh, good. Does she need my? Well, <laughs> does she need my? It's on. Hard a, drive. It's uh. You can buy it on Apple TV. Oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I have another piece of life advice. We fucking love sitcoms, don't we? How do we do? <laughs> um, life advice. Life okay. advice. Okay. This is a life advice. For people organising pre-game entertainment for sporting events. Yep. 
get a person that can sing the national anthem of the country they're singing it for and make okay. sure they can sing it well. All right. There was recently an international netball test series yep. between Australia and South Africa. And I think that they got this match that was in Hobart. I think that they got the one guy in Hobart who knew the South Afri- African national anthem. Oh, was it you that... Oh no, it wasn't me that night in Hobart where I pretended to be South African. I pretended to be South African once in Melbourne. No, I did it in Hobart because... Oh, because we had... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because we had um, friends from that region. Mm. Um, but it was just like... It's like they said, can you sing it? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I can't sing it that high though. Let me put it down the octave. And the end is like, South Africa, our land. I'm like, this is uninspiring. (laughs) It was borderline tone deaf, but not Uh like out of tune, but not in tune. It was just very just like. Well, I don't know. This because South African when they write songs, they write for someone to be. They go, this part is the top of this person's range, so yeah. it's going to belt out. But if yeah. you move it down the octave, you're not going to do that. Yeah. So it's just very, just like uninspiring. So just like, so Australia won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did. Um, yeah, but it was just like, oh, surely there's somebody better that could have sung that. I could have sung that better, but okay, I don't know it, and I'm not in Hobart, so they had to go with the one guy who knew it. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay. That's Did he also sing the Australian? The no, they got somebody else to sing the Australian Was one. Was it better? It was all right. Okay. So that's a very niche piece of life advice. Yeah, because uh, if, <laughs> if there's anybody listening that organises major sporting events, well, one, please let us know. <laughs> one, if there's anybody listening. <laughs> if, if there's anybody listening that's... Um, Organises major sporting events. They might be busy today, considering the day that we are recording this. Uh, and the day that this is released, they might be recovering. Yes. Okay. Well, maybe that's just for anybody organising any event. Take inspiration into consideration. Mm. Put that on a shirt. I'm put that on a banner above the podcast studio for yeah. some reason. And my quote of... Suspense is born in the silence. Yeah. Suspense is created, created in the silence. Created in the silence. Alfred. It's very much an Alfred Hitchcock quote. It is, but it isn't. It's a Brett Hayhow quote. Another... Circa, circa 2023. Should I do a show or a life advice? Um, let Do a life advice. Okay. This is I very niche advice as well. Oh. Do you know that there is USB 2 and USB 3? What do you mean? Like there is a different speed of USB. Oh. Yeah. So this hard drive that contains all of the great work that we've done for Two Brothers Media mm-hmm. um, is USB 3. And I kept, I was plugging it into my little hub here, worried that I'd had another hard drive stop spinning oh. until I plugged it into a different spot that was a USB 3 oh, spot, not a okay. USB 2 spot. So that's just life advice. Very niche. If you're plugging a USB thing in, make sure it's in the right what, spot. What I was going to ask, what makes it faster? But you don't like. I don't know. This didn't it's even the know same it was thing. A, didn't even know it was a thing. Hmm. So all right, that's uh, good. make that's sure good advice. your USB three device is plugged into a USB three port. Okay, good. All right. 
Yep. Not much else to say about that. Okay, good. What do you got? Um, I have another piece of life advice. Mm. People that ride bikes. Yes. Um, there are bike lanes. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, a whole fucking path. Yep. So if you're riding a bike and there's a bike path, ride on the bike path and not on the yeah. road. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am That's definitely a- pro-cyclist. Yeah. And I'm not going to be like one of those people like, oh, get them off the roads. They don't pay rates, blah, blah, But okay. if they're riding on road without a without a bike lane, share the road mm-hmm. with the cyclist. Yep. But if you are a cyclist... I should be able to hit them. Use the cycling lane. Yeah. Like an actual separate bike path. I was yep. on this thing as I was driving here today. There was a separate bike path. Yes. But no, they were on the road. I don't get why. Because they have to be there to get the attention. Some, yes, some cyclists are like that. Fucking mammals. Yeah, mammals. That's all I got. One more (laughs) show that I am going to recommend to people that I watch. I finally decided to start season three of Dead to Me. Okay. uh, With... Those two ladies in it. Christine Applegate and Linda Cardellini. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Just had a blank. Um, it's very funny. Okay. And good, dark comedy, mm-hmm. but also has seriousness in it. Yeah. Okay. And it's Christine Applegate's last thing. Oh, yeah. Like she's retiring um, from acting because of the, uh, the MS. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, it's very good, and she is very funny. She's made quite a career of herself from Married with Children on. Yeah, Didn't she's she done have well. The, she had her own show. She had a show called Samantha Who. Did she? Yeah, well, she was like, the first episode was she was in an accident. She had amnesia, and she didn't know who she was. Oh. So she's Samantha Who. Samantha Who? I'm pretty sure. Married with Jesse. Was the one I was thinking of. Oh. She had her own show. I don't remember that at all. Um, so, married with children for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Jessie for two years. Friends, she was in two episodes. She, I think, was she one of Rachel's sisters? I know Reese Witherspoon was. Reese Witherspoon and Christina Applegate are her sisters, Quite possibly. Samantha Who was two years. Up All Night was two years. I listened to another podcast recently that talked about Up All Night and the idea, the premise of it to start with was that it was party people who had been staying up all night and then had a baby and then were up all night with the baby. Oh, okay. But then that wasn't landing with people, so then they decided to make it set in a TV studio and Christina's Applegate's character was like an up late TV show host. Then that so they kept the title. That's yeah, yeah. the only thing. And the cast. Okay. But then that wasn't landing. Okay. So then they made it so that the storyline of her being an up late TV host was actually a show within the show. And then we stepped out and they were just actors playing the people in a sitcom within the show. How long did that last for? 
That was it. They did all of that in two seasons. Okay. Yeah. Um, not a great Doesn't sound great. Show. She's in the Anchormans. She was in uh, Anchormans, yes. Uh, very good. Tits McGee. That's one thing on the auto queue. Yeah. From, uh, yeah, Anchorman. I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. Do you have any more life advice or advice for people in general? Um, no. Put sunscreen on. Put sunscreen on. Yeah. I was almost going to say that. Um, no, I don't have anything at this present time. I got sunburnt waiting in the queue for lunch at work yesterday. Yeah. So they organized a food truck Ooh. for lunch for the staff yesterday, but there are like 350 staff. Okay. And they all sent it, they sent us all to lunch at the same time. Well, that's okay. So I was waiting for 40 minutes in line outside for a burger. Nice. Yeah, at least was I didn't have to it? pay for it. Burger was okay. It was free. Oh, well, Chips go. were good. Good. Yeah. Free food. Um, but put sunscreen on because, yeah, I am a little bit sunburnt from that. Okay. Um, and the ozone hole is back. It was never here. <laughs> well, no, it was gone. It's gone. It was smaller. Now the ozone hole is big again. Mm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, put some sunscreen on people. We should recommend a movie to watch for Two Drink Cinema this week. Yes. Yes. We should. Uh, which is Patch Adams. Patch Adams. One of Robin Williams' good movies. Yes. We are a very mixed bag of Robin Williams' movies so far on Two Drink Cinema. Uh, we're about half-half. This is our sixth of Robin Williams' yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, so Will it be good? Watch uh, Patch Adams, and that review will be out on Friday, and mm-hmm. then ne- on next Monday, on this two out of three recommend feed, we will be discussing the top five Robin Williams films. Ooh, so tough that one. will be tough. So that is what is coming up on Two Drink Cinema. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. If you're watching on the YouTube, then make sure you like and subscribe or subscribe on your podcast app and give us a rating and review. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to Two Out of Three Recommend. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a member, gaining early access to episodes and an exclusive episode each month, sign up as a member using the link in the show notes. If there's something you'd like to recommend to us, get in touch on the socials or in our Facebook group. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube. Leave us a rating and review and tell your friends. Cheers. If you're enjoying our random chat in this podcast and you're a fan of films, check out Two Drink Cinema. Each week we create a cocktail and review a classic movie, diving deep into the story and its impact on the entertainment world. Check out the link in the show notes for this episode or find the highlights on the socials.